Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Matters podcast. What determines how good a person is? I've come to believe that a good person isn't measured or defined by his or her accomplishments, fame, wealth, or any merit of success. What truly makes a better person is how much they can withstand and still choose to be positive, to help, to love, or any contribution to make any situation better. Through all the mistakes they've made, they choose to learn from it and choose to do better, upholding virtues and holding themselves to a higher standard. And there's a reason it's called higher standards, but we'll get to that in a second. I looked up on Google, how do you define a good person? And it said, good people are characterized by certain qualities that include trust, honesty, compassion, understanding, forgiveness, respect, courage, and goodwill. They think about others' welfare and advocate for actions that make the world a better place. And all the people of the church are like, ah, I feel like I've read that somewhere. Now back to virtues and higher standards. When we choose God, when we're not stagnant and diving into deeper relationship with him, living and acting out his word, and we begin to let the Holy Spirit dwell within us, we're empowered to live by the fruits of the Spirit. And bear with me here. They are love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, as it says in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23. We're called to forgive those as Christ has forgiven us, and to love others as Christ loves us. As it says in Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14, it says, Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. None of us will be perfect. We all have something or some things. It says so in the good book, specifically in Romans chapter 3, verse 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But what it also says in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is a gift from God, not by works, so that no one can boast. This is saying you can't do anything in order to be saved, but by the grace that he blesses us with when we put our absolute faith in God throughout our lives. It doesn't matter if you save a million lives, go to church every week, serve the community, or if you're an organ donor. Those who accept Christ as their Savior are getting into heaven all the same. However, it's important to keep in mind that faith without works is dead, as it says in the book of James chapter 2. But later in verse 24, it also says that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. I know that may be a lot to take in, but there's levels to it. So although it's first and foremost important to find your faith in God, and not only maintain it, but to grow it, through the ups and downs getting closer to Him, once you've established that faith, now it's time to act. If you're over here like, God, I love you so much, and so on and so forth, yet not acting like it, whether that be through stagnant faith or going backwards, it's not necessarily a good place to be. And by stagnant faith, I mean someone who is not actively growing or progressing in their faith becoming comfortable and complacent with their current level of understanding, commitment, closeness to God, you name it. 
without seeking to deepen their relationship with God and engage further in their spiritual walk. If that's you, then I encourage you to change things up a little. Spend more time in prayer and reflection and in His Word, as the Bible is literally the book of life. And as we understand more from it, we can apply more and more to our lives. Find a church group or any community of believers, as we're called to encourage one another and raise each other up. Find some worship songs you like, make a playlist, then boom, you've got a life soundtrack to keep you going. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Take a leap of faith and talk to pastors, elders, and members of the church. Bring up God in conversations more often with whoever you talk to. You'll be amazed at the conversations you have and the deeper you get to know people from it. And last but not least, serve and help people as God calls us to be servant-hearted, appealing to the needs of others before our own. Again, you'll be amazed at the things that can come from this. God blesses the obedient. And if you think otherwise, read the first eight verses of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Don't get comfortable. Accept change. It's change that precedes lessons and lessons that precede growth. And for all the people going backwards, you can turn around now or eventually God's going to turn you around. Never forget he's the God who leaves the 99 to chase after the one lost sheep. I've experienced it in my own life and have seen it in so many others. And with that being said, that wraps up this episode. I appreciate each and every single one of you. And until next time, stay positive, love others, and have a good week. Later.